0: The Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Come on, we've been talking about maturity. We've been talking about showing up to grow up. Come on, how many are ready to show up to grow up? How many are ready for maximum development, right? In every area of your life, just as there are natural stages of development baby, oh the little babies, right? But you don't want to be no 30-year-old baby. Oh, you don't want to be no 30-year-old, somebody changing your diaper. No thanks, come on. Not in our Christian walk, but just as there's natural stages, baby, child, right? Anybody had childish fits? Anybody been with a toddler? Mine, mine. I'm like, no, that's the churches. Calm down. We share, right? Sharing is caring in this place. Mine, right? Teens, I know. Anybody? I know. If you know, then you would have done. Oh, it's hard. Like, you know, <laughs> it's crazy because just like I said last week, you know, when I was going to get my driver's test, because I've been driving since I'm 12. Come on, I know. I know. I show up to the place, take the test, you failed. Just because you drove around in your grandpa's truck, just because you were allowed to ride to Safeway and get some milk and come right back, just because times were different back in the day, (laughs) like just because doesn't mean you know anything about the road, doesn't know any, doesn't mean you know anything about the law, right? There's laws. You better follow them (laughs) anyways, right? Teen years, adult years, come on, being productive as an adult, moving out, having your own place, making your own household, making your own income. Let's go. Who's ready to do adult? Adulting. Yeah. Yes. I love all the different stages, even like young adult to adult, you know, because I am a gatherer of information and a processor of, like, just l- I don't know, life lessons. It's just funny, because it reminds me of the seasons I was in. Like your first this, your first that. It's just, I love all the stages. It's fun. You know why? Because life is exciting. Life is so exciting. When I when I had COVID and I couldn't smell, I wanted to smell life. I wanted to smell people. I will never complain again about people stinking. I want to smell you. I want to smell the grass. I want to smell when you smell like sun. I'm like, oh, you smell like sun. Yeah, I want to smell the dog. I want to smell the gas when I go to the gas station. I want to smell life because I love growth. I love the process of maturity. I love the stages of life. I love to see the seasons of life. It's just so exciting. It fuels me, right? And there's just, there's also spiritual stages that we can grow through to become mature. How many are ready to grow up? Come on, spiritually. Who's ready to go to their next level in their spiritual maturity? Not acting like a baby no more. Not being needy, needy, needy. Me, 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 help me. I need you. All you need is Jesus. <laughs> right? Come on. It's time to go to the next level. Paul said in 1 Corinthians thirteen eleven. it's like this. Y'all ready for this? It's like this. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child does. But when I became a man... My thoughts grew far beyond those of my childhood. And now I have put away childish things. So, who's ready to grow up and put away childish ways, right? Having our thoughts renewed by the Word of God and grow far beyond those of our childhood ways our childhood tantrums our childhood anybody right you're like grown you're like man why am i throwing a fit why am i acting like this there is no excuses i am too grown for (sighs) right you know right it's time to put away childhood pettiness pettiness on the gram pettiness on the snappity snap pettiness on tic-tac-toe pettiness on whatever fake book pettiness right anybody done with the pettiness like being so petty this is this is the craziness of social media it's like you get in a fight with your spouse you over here so petty you posting stupid stuff you're posting um uh, messages like we we can't read we know we know what you mean just come over here and talk to me. Like, let's go. Like, I mean, not fight, but like, let's just put cards on the table. Grow up. Communicate. Have a conversation, right? Pettiness. Pettiness. You get in a fight with so-and-so, and there you are looking up your high school sweetheart. They fat and ugly just like you. Guys, stop. Stop. Pettiness. That's childhood That's ridiculousness. What are you looking for? Woo-wee! Childhood self-centeredness. It's all about me, my needs, my wants, my desires. I want it all and I want it now. Well, that's not how life works. Seed, time, harvest. We forget about the time. We want seed harvest. Anybody? I want to see some harvest. No, it's seed, time, harvest. Seed, time, harvest. How many are ready to get over childhood greediness? Greediness. We came from the ghetto. Store what you got. Keep it all. Become a hoarder. No, no. We're giving it all away. God's our provider. He supplies seed to the sower. Who does he provide seed to? sower, seed, time, harvest. He will provide seed to the sower. When's the last time you put some seed in the ground? Come on, when's the last time you gave it all you had? Trusting God is giving seed to the sower. God, that's who I am. I will sow my life. I will sow my time. I will sow my tithes. I will sow my offering. Here you go, Lord. Take it all and God be multiplying it, multiplying it back to you beyond your wildest dreams, childhood deceitfulness. We all know you ate the cookie. You don't got cookie all over your face, and mama says, Did you eat the cookie? No. Mm-mm. You don't got chocolate all over your teeth, all over your hands, all in your hair. We're, no, we're not gonna be lying right? Deceitfulness. You're only lying to yourself. Get over it, right? Spitefulness, childhood spitefulness, because your brother and -and so-and-so did this, so you know what? You're going to get them since mom and dad didn't. Anybody? Revenge. I did not have no kind of revenge wish and tell ever, or no, no siblings. We didn't play that game. We didn't play revenge. We just played fight go <laughs> and then like once somebody's knocked out are you okay i'm sorry i love you don't don't pass out get up <laughs> one time each dog got a fight we were just going for it and she knocked the wind out of me and i was like Whoo! she'd tell it was small but she's fast She's fast. That girl's got the strongest core. Like she's, like, she's centered. One big blow, you're done. I mean, like, me and, like, and Chantel, like, when I got jumped by six girls, I'm like, where's Chantel? Where Chantel? Where we could take them. Like, I had three on my own. Chantel, where are you? You know? Chantel was so mad she wasn't there. <laughs> We'd all been in trouble. <laughs> Anyways, right? That ridiculousness. <laughs> childhood ridiculousness. Have you guys ready to stop with the childhood ridiculousness? Do you know, like the fit because you can't get an ice cream from the ice cream man as it goes by? <laughs> Why? Dad, I just want a quarter. You know, back in the day, a bullet was a quarter. I don't even know if there's ice cream man anymore. Now, I'm like, don't go <laughs> i I'll go buy you one. <laughs> Anyways, right? But childhood, just ridiculousness, right? You're you're acting irrational. like. So here is how you should be responding to the situation, and your response is here, and it should be here. Childhood ridiculousness, right? The inability to take responsibility. Come on, here at Love Life, we're showing up to grow up, right? Having maximum development in every area of our life, Through the word of God. What does God's word say about my finances? What does God's word say? about my relationships? What does God's word say, come on, about my health? What does God's word say about my purpose and my calling? What does God's word say about who he is and who I am in him? What does God's word say? It's time to take responsibility and grow up, right? Transforming our old way of thinking with God's way of doing things, right? That childhood ridiculousness, with God's way of doing things in life. First thing that we have to do, we gotta make a commitment. (gasps) I know I said that word, commitment. We gotta make a commitment to grow up. Let me tell you, you gotta want it, right? You gotta want it, you gotta wanna grow up, you gotta want more, you gotta want it. There was a moment in time where I made a full commitment to God. I was a teen, I was a teenager, and I was so, like, desperate to know God's will. God, is this your will for my life? I wanted to know, uh, growing up, I-, I received Jesus at four years old. I received Jesus, I was just, I received Jesus, I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, when, and there was just, like, ah, it was still the 80s, <laughs> okay? Ugh. Seems weird to say that, but... It was still the 80s, and there was just like a lot of like revivals and certain things, and I was just so hungry for God. And every time somebody would come, I would, I mean, I would just get hands laid on, and there was always like a prophecy, like you're, um, like as, a, I can't remember it right now, like, but just that as a young girl that I was going to do things for God. And I would, and every time I went, I was just like, I always had a word. There was always a word. I was, there was always a word. And I'm like. Oh, one day I'm going to do something for God. one day I'm going to do something for God. And then life happens, right? And then no teaching. I didn't have Pastor Dan, you know, teaching me the word of God. So I didn't know who I was. So you get conformed to this world and you get lost in this world system. Because the hype of just a word won't sustain you. The hype of just the emotion, it won't sustain you you need the word of god planted in your heart so that you can produce fruit and that's what will sustain you because you will partake of that fruit that you are producing that is coming out of you alive in you so i was so so hungry to grow in my personal relationship with god with jesus and with the holy spirit because I just wanted to grow. I knew that God had so much more for me, and I knew that I was wasting my life away just in the world system, being caught up with what's, you know, in that season, in that time, and being distracted, right? So I was, I, so I come here at 13 years old, and Pastor Dan was teaching about your new identity, your new identity in, in Christ, who you are in Christ, and I wanted more. I wanted to know who I was. I wanted to know who I was in Christ. Not who I was just through my parents, not just through my family, not just through my report card, not just through my bad attitude. I wanted to know who I was in Christ. And I'm just saying this to inspire you. Like you got to want it. You've got to be hungry. You got to want to grow up and mature and discover who you are in Christ, right? I'm an all in or nothing at all kind of person. Like that's me. I'm in hundred percent or nothing at all. I ain't got one nothing to do with it. I am not a half in. I'm just, just not who I am, right? That's good and it's bad. But I made a commitment to God as a teen to give him my life. And whatever he wanted to do with it, I was all in. I was all in. I'm like, God, whatever you have for me, show me. Show me through your word. What's my next steps? Especially as you graduate. I'm like, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? Where am I supposed to go? What is your plans? What is your purpose? I want to do something for you. I want to do something in your kingdom. Like, show me. And then Pastor Dan said, we just got back from a mission trip. And he's like, would you like to work for the church? And I'm like. Yes. Yes. I said the right place at the right time. And I said, yes, that was a quite a few years ago. It was like, yes, that is what I want to do with my life. Yes, Lord. Yes. Right. But what happened first, I made a commitment. I made a commitment to God. It happened with God first. Everything that happened in private first. Everything happened behind closed doors with me in the word and my relationship with God, my relationship with Jesus, my relationship with the Holy Spirit happened first. It wasn't about being up here. It wasn't about the stage. It's not about the light. It's about all the years of serving and God calls you out. God appoints you. God anoints you. The right time and the right season. In, right be transformed dedicate yourself all of yourself give it to him Paul said in Romans 12 1 and 2 therefore I urge you brothers and sisters by the mercies of God to present your bodies dedicating all of yourself make a commitment to be set apart we gotta make a commitment we got a generation or a society that's afraid of commitment you know, it's like, oh, how long have you guys been dating? Oh, well, we're just talking. What? What? You know, like, it's like they have no commitment. It's like, do you want to be my girlfriend? It's that simple. I would like to pursue a relationship with you. I would like to get to know you. We don't even know what that is around these days, right? We're just talking. You know what? Well, you got a sucking face. That is not talking. You have not talked at all. You can't breathe. <laughs> so much face sucking going on. Seriously. We got to dedicate ourselves. And you know what, guys, you need to make a commitment. Seriously, if you want to be with somebody, get some boldness. Get up there and ask, "I would love to pursue a relationship with you." And if you get rejected, ask again. We're weird. Don't ask me. Don't ask me, though. Uh, Nah, my life's on a different path. (laughs) Sorry. I say those things, and then things happen, and then I'm like, sorry, I wasn't talking about myself personally. All right. Back to the word. Commitment, (laughs) make a commitment to be set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable act of worship, and do not be conformed to this world any longer. Don't be conformed to this world, come on, any longer, with its superficial values, its superficial customs, right? Its, it's values are changing all the time. What was acceptable back then is like nothing, right? The, you know what the value in the society is just getting lower and lower? and The standards are getting lower and lower. Not here. We're raising the standard. The word of God is the standard. The word will never change. And that's why we live by the word. That's where we get our standards from. But be transformed and progressively changed, come on, over time as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values, honorable attitudes, because integrity matters so that you may prove for yourself. You may prove for your spouse. You may prove for your mama. You may prove for your dad. You may prove for your pastor. You may prove, no, so that you can prove for yourself. This is the game changer. This is the empowerment. You're going to prove it for yourself. Are you all in? Are you committed to God for yourself? Then you'll lead your family well. Are you all in? Are you committed to God? Then you will lead your marriage well. Are you all in? You committed to God? Then you're going to lead your finances well. Give and it'll be given to you. Come on. Are you all in? Committed to God with your health? Let's go. Amen. It is well. It is well. Proof for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and his purpose for you. I remember hearing this scripture game changer. It changed my life. I knew that as I renewed my mind, as I went through the process of maturity, that I would know that I was right on track with God's plan and God's purpose for my life. There's no greater joy than knowing you are right on track with God's plan and his purpose that he called you for such a time as this, that he saved you for this moment and this hour to be a part of this generation to be a world changer to make a difference in your family In your home, with your friends, come on, with your community, in this church. There is no greater joy than knowing that you know you're right on track with God's will and His plan and His purpose for you. This scripture is full of nuggets of gold for spiritual maturity. Dedicate all of yourself. (laughs) Some of yourself, no, all of yourself. Make a commitment to be set apart. We live our life set apart. We don't live like the world. We don't look like the world. We don't act like the world. And I'm not saying that you look weird, you know. Like, we got to look different. We got no wear, no makeup. Like, I got tons of makeup on right now. People see me. I don't wear makeup. Like, I'm, I'm not a, actually not a makeup girl. People see me on the norm. They're like, oh, wow, are you okay? You look really tired. I'm like, no, it's just your first time seeing me without makeup. So what I really look like. Saying, guys, when you get married, before you get married, take her swimming. (laughs) Dunk her under the water. Get her water baptized in the word. Just water baptized. And when she comes up, them lashes fall out. The brows fall. Everything's gone. The hair piece is floating. You're like, what is that? It's a rat. It's your hair. You got a lot going on. And you look and you're like, okay, I can marry that. I can marry that. But sometimes you're like, you yeah, have no idea. And them teeth fall out. You're just like, whoa, whoa. I was catfished. She don't reel me in. She don't reel me in. But she might have good character. You, you want a good girl who's got some good character and keeps her word. Come on. You know, we all get ugly. Comes for, the, comes for all of us. Gravity get away from me. (laughs) Anyways, right? Be set apart, right? Live a committed life, right? Don't be conformed to this world. Don't be don't feel the pressure that you got to be posting everything. You got to post everything about your family, about your move, about your big, you know, you got to be flexing. Flexing flexing whatever it is. It doesn't matter. You got a new car, enjoy it. You got a great marriage, live in it. You got great kids, enjoy them, raise them because let me tell you, the days are long and the years are short. You blink and they're 18 and you crying. I want them back. No, they grow. It's over. It's done. They don't spend the majority of their time. And then once they move out, I mean, you just pray you love them real good. They come back, you know. Play, pray you planted them in the house of God, and you'll be serving together, serving in ministry together. Imagine. Don't be conformed to this world. Don't be uh, be transformed and progressively changed over time as you mature spiritually. By the renewing of your mind to the word of God. Come on, we're putting away childish ways, childish pettiness, and we're transforming to the word of God. What God's word says. Come on, be patient and kind. Have self-control. Walk in faith. Love. Love you know, we got a lot to grow in, right? Let me tell you, we're going to be growing until Jesus comes back. We're just going to be growing every day because you want to know why? Because people be testing you, those people. If there was no people, we'd just be fine, but you'll be lonely, real lonely. I don't want to be lonely with those nobodies, right? I want to be involved with people and their messy lives. <laughs> Anyways, helping them renew their mind. And proving for yourself what the will of God is for you, right? The definition of commitment is the act of committing, the state of being committed, the act of committing, pledging, or engaging oneself, a pledge or a promise, an obligation, a dedication, an alliance. Let me tell you, maturity is a choice, and it doesn't just happen with time and age. It doesn't just happen. You're not just going to mature. That's the cool thing about moving out. You mature because you have a lot of responsibilities. The bills are in your name now. You know, ain't nobody going to pay them but you. There's a, it's, it's, a, it's something amazing that happens when you see a guy get engaged and he gets married, taking responsibility, and then you see him become a dad. And he's like, Whoa. You know, Amanda, real quick, you know, first it's just me and you, you know, you cool, we cool, we cool. And then you produce little monkeys. You're like, all right, come on, we got to get it in ship shape. We got to we got to thinking about their college, thinking about giving them whoopings or not. What do you believe in this? That's not the time. You want to know, you need to have those conversations in the engagement process. <laughs> what do you believe about raising kids? I believe nothing. Okay, well, then we need to discover what the word of God says because we got to get on the same page anyways, right? Come on, dedicated, have an alliance. Maturity doesn't happen just with time or age. You have to make a choice to put away childish ways. And you have to make a choice to seek after godly wisdom. Seek after knowledge and understanding. You gotta pursue integrity. Take responsibility. Work towards reliability. Come on, dependability and sensibility. You have to be a person of your word. People know that they can depend on you. Man, these kids that call me auntie, they know that my word is good. If auntie says she's coming, I'll be there. If Auntie says you're spending the night, you spend spending the night. If Auntie says that we're going to Costco and you can stop and eat all the treats and get a pizza and an ice cream, let me tell you, we are going to Costco. You're going to eat all the, what is it, the snack carts, or you know, samples, those samples. Auntie, can I get a sample? Yes. Are we going to wait in line for this little nugget? Are we trying it? Oh, and then like this, this, that, right. But I'm just saying, and that's why I'm very careful with my words, too. Because, Auntie, you said. And let me tell you, if I said it, even if I got to eat those words, I will be committed. But I'll say, I won't commit. <laughs> i say, let Auntie check her calendar. And when we put it in the calendar, it's on. Right? Until then. <laughs> because, Auntie, you said. Are you kids like that? You said, right? You got to be committed to your word, right? Be a dependable person. Become a person of your word. As Christ followers, we should live committed lives. Committed lives. If we're going to mature spiritually, we have to make a commitment to keep our commitment. You already know. Make a commitment to keep your commitment. How many? Of you know, we let ourselves down the most. <laughs> let's, let's like break up with that habit. We're gonna make a commitment to keep our commitment to God, His Word, and His Church. Right? There's something about making a commitment to God. There's something about before God, you committed to this relationship. God be the center. Before God, you committed to being a tither. God be the center. Before God, you're committed to help in the kids' ministry, in the dream team, on the ushers, in the camera. Before God, you make that commitment, and let me tell you, you work in excellence. Because that commitment's between you and God. Right? You make a commitment. We have to make a commitment to keep our... We have to make a commitment and keep our commitment to developing a close relationship, a close friendship and fellowship with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Like God the Father, I'm just a daddy's girl. I love my relationship with God. It's like Jesus is my boyfriend. He's my everything. Let me tell you, right? And the Holy Spirit is my guide. I need you. I need your guidance. I need your comfort. Come on, Jesus sent you. Let's go. I'm empowered with the Holy Spirit. And I just love developing over time in my relationship with God the Father, with Jesus the Son, and with the Holy Spirit. We have to make a commitment and keep our commitment to study his word. You have time. Look what she never said. You got time. Come on with an attitude. Get your snapping finger out. You got time. You have time. The average American adult, screen time, Outside of work is seven point five hours a day. Kids is way more. Teens is way more. But the average is set for the for the average adult. This is over eighteen. I was shocked, right? And that's between your phone, tablet, and TV. Imagine if we spent just one hour of that time to studying the Word of God. To studying what God's word says about our new identity in Christ. To studying what God's word says about our finances. To studying to what God's word says about health and healing. To studying to what God's word says about relationship and community and serving others. Come on, studying what the word of God says. We have to make a commitment and keep our commitment to the local church here at Love Life. Are you committed? Come on. Are you all in? Commit to attending service faithfully. Man, when it's Sunday and it's Wednesday for the last 25 years, I wake up and I know exactly where I'm going. I wake up. I don't think about it. I don't think about if it's Sunday brunch today. I don't think about if I want to snooze and sleep in. I don't think about if I just want pancakes and eggs and pajamas all day. No, I wake up. Wake up 4 30 in the morning like, let's go girl. It's time for the word. You better get it together and get that makeup on. (laughs) You better get it together because God's got a word for you, right? Commit to attending service faithfully. Commit to becoming a faithful giver of your tithes and offerings. Come on, we're committed to God, his word, and the local church. We're committed to seeing lives change. We're committed to this house. You know what? We rise it up and take responsibility for our house. This is our house. This is just a building without us, an empty building. We are the family, we are the local church love life, we are the breath of God in this place, and we take ownership, we take responsibility, come on, Get committed to serving others in excellence on our amazing dream team. Join one of our teams. Bring life to that team. Bring joy to that team. Bring excellence to that team. Bring excitement to that team. Somebody new comes on the team and you're like, yeah, all right, come on, guys. we got to step it up. we got to step up our game of excellence. We're going to another level. And it's just exciting when somebody new joins the team, right? Not like, oh, we tired. and That's on you. You got 7.5 hours. Take a nap. right? It's important for us to be aware of where we are today so that we can grow and go to the next level, becoming all that God has called us to be. According to the scriptures, there are stages of spiritual maturity. There are spiritually dead unbelievers, infant, child, young adult, adult, and parent. Unlike the physical spiritual development, it's not limited by time. It's not limited by time. A person can be a believer for years and still be a child spiritually. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't be that 30-year-old. Come on, need your diaper change. A person can also be a believer for a few months and become an adult. They start participating. They start giving, right? They start joining the team, doing all they could do. Spiritual development has everything to do with your daily personal relationship, That's what I'm saying, make a commitment to God. Your personal relationship with God, his word, and his church. It goes together. They go together, right? This is key. Spiritual stages do not determine a person's value. No stage is more important than the other stage. Not at all, right? We are valuable in every stage. We have families in this house. They got 17-year-olds and they got 2-year-olds. Neither either of them are more valuable than the other. But let me tell you, one contributes a lot more, and the other one is very needy. Give me everything. Takes all of their attention, right? But they're not more valuable. They're just as valuable to the family unit. They're just as loved by that mom and that dad. They are so important to that family. Not one is more valuable, right? But they're in different stages. One is all about me and the older one is their time of responsibility and let me tell you that responsibility teaches you so much you are important you have something to give right we're all valuable you just become more effective as you grow and mature just like a natural family right babies need constant care But children, they start to participate in responsibilities of the family with, like, small chores, right? Taking out the trash. Can you help me with this? Making their bed. You're so excited when they make their bed. Picking up the dog poop. You don't want this dog? There you go. But, Mom, I'm two years old. Get it. Let me tell you, they're going to grow up maturing, right? Young adults start to recognize and take on some greater responsibility financially, They get a job, help contribute to the family, start buying some groceries because you don't eat so much, right? Taking responsibility of their younger siblings. This is all life lessons teaching them, right? Adults move out and they start a household of their own, taking on responsibility for themselves, right? In life, there are different times, seasons, and stages. No one is in the same time, season, or stage of life. Like, even when you're married, you guys could be on different times and seasons and stages in your walk, how you processing things. It's the best to come together. Cheer each other on and come together. Get on the same page. You are one team. It's you against them for a while. Just saying. (laughs) Mom and dad versus the kids. (laughs) We're on one team. But mom said, oh, my gosh, anybody been there? But dad said, you get ready for a smack. Ah." Okay. Anyways, Matthew 7, 16. You can identify them by their fruit. That is the way they act. We can identify, if you single, you can identify them by their fruit. That's the way they act. We want to identify where we are today so that we can grow. So that we can go to the next level, right? Here are some general characteristics of spiritual stages. Like, where am I in my spiritual walk and my spiritual maturity? They're spiritually dead, which is unbelief and rebellion. Spiritual infant is ignorance, confusion, dependency. Spiritual t- child is self-centeredness, idealism, curiosity. A spiritual young adult, adult is God-centered. Others-centered, passionate. A spiritual parent has spiritual kids, intentional about caring, coaching, and connecting people to Jesus. Strategic about mentorship and their mission-minded. That's a spiritual parent. That's the goal. That's when we're co-laborers with Christ. We're here on a mission we have a purpose, and that's to become spiritual parents, leading people to Jesus, caring, coaching, and connecting them to God's will and God's plan for their life, right? Winning the lost, making disciples, winning the world, right? Raising world changers. What stage are you in? That's an important question. Remember, no stage is more valuable than the other, right? We're just, it's a growing process. What stage are you in? Remember, the word says that you can identify them. By their fruit. What fruit are you producing? Spiritually dead, you need Jesus, we're gonna start there. We all start there in unbelief or rebellion, or a spiritual infant in ignorance, or you're in confusion about the word, or you're you're on dependency. You need a lot of guidance, right? Spiritual child is self-centered, naive or curious. A spiritual young adult, like God-centered, other-centered, you're passionate about loving God, loving people, loving life, and a spiritual parent having spiritual kids. Bringing people to Jesus, Jesus, and helping raise them up. Right, fruit speaks for itself. Look at your neighbor. And say, fruit speaks for itself. People talk about like I'm grown in the Word. I could, I have all this scripture memorized. How many spiritual kids do you got? Where's your legacy? Where's your generations of spiritual kids? Come on, that's where it's at. Right, that's spiritually mature. Spiritual development has everything to do with your daily personal walk with God, his word, and his church. Come on, we got to spend time with God and his word daily. And remember, we have time. The average American adult has 7.5 screen time hours a day. Does that blow anybody else's mind? Like the average adult, I thought like, yeah, teens, and they say kids, kids and toddlers are the most because they watch TV all day long either TV, tablets, or video games. I was like, whoa, right? Even the government gives you healthy time spans, and it's not big. (laughs) The the healthy time span was max two hours of screen time, watching a cartoon, like for kids that they shouldn't be on that. I'm like, wow. Anyways, because we love our government, thankful for our government. We pray for our government. Come on, united we stand, we got to spend time with God, spend time with his word, and coming to know who we are in Christ and coming to know what season and what stage of life we're in. It's a time of sowing, time of planting, time of discovering, right? A time of there's all kinds of different seasons. Time of saving, giving, building. What season are you in? It's A time of harvesting, resting. It's important to understand whatever we sow, we will reap. God is not mocked. I encourage you to sow some time in the word of God. I encourage you to sow some time serving here on the dream team. I encourage you to sow some time in a deep, personal, intimate relationship with God, with Jesus, and with the Holy Spirit. Then you'll see transformation. Then you're going to see growth. And you're going to start to have maximum development in every area of your life through the word of God. Through the word of God. Do y'all receive something tonight? Amen, amen. We all ready to go and grow? Come on, we're gonna grow and grow, go. Let's go, let's go. We're gonna grow beyond our wildest dreams when we start sowing the word of God in every area of our life, amen.